Hey, what's up? I'm good, I'm good. How's going on? I'm okay, man. How's your day been today? Uh, not bad, not bad. Nice, nice. So nice to have you here again after a week. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> nice, nice. So we'll be waiting for um, Mr. Tunde to join in. I actually just um, sent an invite on both platforms to him. All right, awesome. Yeah, so let's just give him some time and get. All right, sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. In the mean... <laughs> yeah, in good. In the meantime, what's uh? What, what what have you been up to, you know, in regards to the topic today? Well, basically, I've just been... I think we have um, Tunde here already as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. hey what's up, man? I'm okay, man. What's going on? Yeah, long time. Long time, man. Nice, nice to have you here. After yeah, a very, right. very long time. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, so, Ty, you were asking a question. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was just going to say, you know, what what have you been up to regarding our topic of discussion today? I, I, I hope, you know, you have some some juicy info for us. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm actually yeah. very curious. I'm very curious to see what you guys have to say. Uh, I mean, go ahead, Zuni. Let me hear you. Yeah, I think uh, I'm sure me and Tayo have a lot of things to talk about. A lot of uh, contradictions and... Uh, is it, I mean beef. Let's use the word beef because I mean I'm sure we're all petroheads like, like, here. I like that word, man. <laughs> yeah. I like the word, yeah, I like the word beef, man. Like let's let's chop it and just grill. <laughs> okay, nice. So um basically for me it's always been um I'm I'm gonna be a, a bit expressive. And I'd also put my bias out there. And, um, you know, I've always been thinking about um, the sustainability of, of EVs and also um, the future of EVs in terms of its chances of literally replacing um, petrol vehicles and diesel and all whatnot. And if you ask me, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a bit skeptical, and I'm gonna approach it from this um, perspective. You know, I had I had this guy that um, I follow. I'm trying to get him um, on here sometime. He's based in California. He's he's a Tesla addict. His name is Gabriel. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like he would not drive any other car. Like we we banter on so many topics, but with regards to Tesla he's just too religious about you know the evs and i always tell him i say well um he was showing me one time like he's he needed to like charge his he drives a model three and he needed to yeah and i think he's planning on buying the the model s um plus so yeah so he was telling me you know he was showing me like records of him charging from from I think a quarter level battery to full and I was checking how long it took him to charge the vehicle from that you know like from low to full battery and I was like do you think this is practical imagine trying to charge a Tesla battery for say about an hour from zero to full 
and I don't think that's gonna cost you. I mean, even if you want to fill up like a 20, a 20 foot truck, it's not gonna take you 20 minutes to actually fill up the tank. So I'm like, yeah. In the in a situation of you being in a hurry, and how practical do you think this is? Are you sure you don't have like backup vehicles that are actually petrol? You know, and this is where my bias is. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. The average the average um Tesla could actually give you uh I think I think around if my statistics is my figures are right, I think it should give you probably around um 300 miles of driving. Correct? Miles. Yeah. Yeah. So I think yeah, I in, in, yeah, reasonable. Yeah, in the model three. Now that's three hundred miles of um smooth driving. You get what I'm saying? So you can't do certain drives and not expect your battery to flatten out in a very yeah, yeah, yeah. in less than 300 miles. So you, you can't know? even do flat out driving or something like that? Not really. Not really. Yeah. And you know, when you look at um, charging points as well, you know, like it is quite limited. I mean, around my neighborhood, there are stores that have, you know, like charging points for EV vehicles and all of that. But what's the, you know, like number compared to gas stations? So yeah. for me, I, I, I take it from that angle. I don't, I don't see the practicality with that because it takes some extra, you know, like some extra effort from you to actually get your car rolling and on the road. There's this house that I always drive by in my old neighborhood like this guy's car i mean he has a single family home and he drives a model s the 2016 model s but he has two other cars now guess what he's a white guy the the car is always on charge under the trees in front of his house that means he was able to install not everybody is able to you must really have that kind of money to be able to you know get that unit installed in your house and this car never leaves charging unless when he's driving and he only drives that car for leisure weekends maybe saturdays or sundays so for his you know his daily driver is not the tesla so in my head i'm like oh, i mean what what the hell right yeah, <laughs> that's i mean i mean i mean looking at the design of the tesla the mm-hmm. like um features and the usability it's it's more of a daily driver kind of car Exactly, right. but uh, in my in my own opinion, I'm like, is this guy order? He does. He only drives it on a weekend. I'm like, okay, cool. Maybe he has a long commute or something. Okay, now the question is, let me take you on that. If he has a long commute, shouldn't a daily driver be something you can actually put out for a long commute? Well, uh, that I think what is kind of what you just mentioned now mm-hmm. with the i know in the u.s now i mean um from the like uh suburbs where the where, like, where you live and the distance between your place of work and your house is usually mm-hmm. like a long distance and um i think one of the biggest issues i noticed with electric cars right i mean i think tesla are trying but there was something that this guy mentioned them um, james may when they were yeah. like at the very beginning when electric cars were beginning to trend and he was like Pop. i don't think most people can handle the stress of calculating um the range or having range anxiety exactly. like exactly. your workplace could be like 50 miles away and you know like you know uh 
not everyone I mean, not, it's not everyone that will be going from workplace to the house you want to branch you want to go shopping you want to do this you want to do that yeah. i think the electric car kind of i don't know the the electric cars are kind of a at a disadvantage in that area but mm-hmm. anyway while we still go on let me know um whip up some random conspiracies yeah, we're talking with Tayo, but let's just go on so we'll, <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll get to that I'll we'll like, get to that I'll stage i'll, I'll, we'll to I'll, that like, stage. The, I'll like to hear that trust me <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll so, soon yeah, get to so, that stage <laughs> so with regards to with regards to you know their sustainability now for me i have my personal bias and i don't think they caught it to a large extent for me in terms of their sustainable value what you know the future holds i mean it's 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 a car that i'd like to have someday and just keep it as a collector's item drive it from probably grocery to do grocery shopping and you know take a stretch and back i wouldn't put that much um i feel like it's 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 not as energetic as, as I would expect it to be because it's, it's, it's electric, you know. And that's my yeah. take on it. I, I stand corrected, it's debatable, you know, but that's just how I see it in my own humble opinion. Well, um, here's what I think. Right. In terms of sustainability, right? Well, according to my findings, um, yeah. it's less than... I want to believe it's less than 20% of cars in America that are actually electric cars, you know, and um, like you rightly mentioned, most people are not, they're not willing to start calculating the range and whatnot. And also, it's, yes, yes, how I look at it, Mm. right? It's a big battery pack in the car. Right, yeah. and yeah. um, you know, in as much as you think you're not producing any emissions, um, yeah. the battery pack in an electric vehicle alone, uh, the manufacturing process involved, the mining and stuff, exactly, child labor, cobalt, you know, and lead are major components in the in battery the cell, yeah. you yeah. know, so. It's kind of like a hypocritical kind of stance when you say, oh, zero emissions. Because, I mean, not everyone might know, but, I mean, if you really do your research, you would know that, you know, it has a larger carbon footprint as compared to combustion engines. And also, you know, I think hydrogen cell cars are even much more sustainable as compared to electric cars. And probably... Yes, and probably cost less to maintain. I mean, I and Tony yeah. were speaking about this a uh, long while ago. Like, uh, take for example the Toyota Mirai. Hydrogen, the uh, yeah, the waste product of hydrogen is water. So water. Mm-hmm. why why don't we focus on developing that technology? You know, instead of making it seem like electric is the future. I mean, unless the there is a way, you know, we can we can you know figure out zero point energy, which is probably never going to happen. You know, we're light years away yeah. from achieving that level of, you know, of advancement in technology, you know, because that's pretty much energy from nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. So unless we can attain that status, which, like I said, is pretty much impossible, then why don't we just focus our resources on 
other ventures like hydrogen powered cars you know but there is always politics behind these things because someone is yeah. making money off of these things so in the terms of sustainability i don't think they're really sustainable it's just uh marketing you know it's propaganda pretty much the whole electric vehicle movement and yeah but also, apart from the uh, yeah go ahead please okay yeah. apart from that propaganda i also think it's the hype because i'm sure you guys have noticed Correct. especially with teslas people have always Correct. been like like well i think we're, we're getting to that oh no no we're in that age where people don't really care about how the car handles anymore the <laughs> comforts all they think about is zero to 60 times, zero uh, to 60 times. I, feel, I feel i feel i feel it's 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 um that paradigm shift is i don't know it's it's ridiculous for you not to yeah. hear much about <laughs> you know the essence of actually the essence of driving it's not just about zero to 60 miles in such and and, such. and and my biggest fear now is <clears throat> you know you know like let's say like 10 years ago right, right. before like before you get an a bmw m5 or a mercedes e63 right you would have gone through the ranks maybe you started with an e200 or a 330i something you just you know like you a, grew step, into it. A, a step precedes the other yeah yeah you understand yeah. all mm-hmm. like and then for the like rich ogs who have the money they usually start with like an s500 you know the, the, like right. it's just you start somewhere then you start feeling the power but mm-hmm. now with the electric cars it's so easy for you to just get a model 3 performance for the same like I, i'm sure it's not it's not too expensive like you can get that with i think it's around, yeah, it's around uh, 30k 30k so you, you, you're getting a high horsepower car and i'm sure a lot of people who don't really know how to drive like imagine jumping from a honda civic to a model 3 performance but you know that thing i would only give you around 200 to i think 289 or 290 miles range that's that's yeah but then again um what i'm looking at is like in terms of like safety Mm -hmm. where like people who don't really know how to handle the cars properly like imagine someone jumping into a hellcat for the first time and he has never driven a performance car you know yeah. the power is just instantaneous yeah that's yeah. true and in terms yeah. of sustainability i think realistically i think um electric like the model threes and the like i think they're better off in places where people don't really have a long commute like um l- let's say less than 20 miles or something like that i've actually uh, seen more know. model model threes on the road and i've seen the model s's and lately it's a lot of people driving the model y now which is like yeah um of course entry level to every yeah um other model in the tesla range so yeah, I, think, very I, think accessible the, now. I think the model y is if you don't have model x money you know yeah, you just buy that's what it is. The, model y, the model y you know yeah and just yeah, like easily the, accessible well. yes and that too you know and 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 it's it's you know one thing i forgot to mention is that right uh okay here's a a little bit of healthy skepticism right mm. um i mean for people like us you know electric cars are nice and all for what they are you know um but we have to also take into consideration the fact that 
most of the people going for these cars are just you know regular people who just want a nice car you know to take them from point a to point b and they feel like you know they don't have to worry about gas it's you know efficient and whatnot whatnot but you know they they forget to understand that you know the whole movement of ev cars is hasn't quite gotten traction yet and also the fact that um charging stations are not as ubiquitous as you know gas stations gas stations yeah, yeah. No, there are there are designated locations where you can charge your your ev it's not everywhere like you would mm-hmm. seem so imagine um um you know on a commute and i'm almost out of you know uh, uh power and yeah the, the the next charging station is like what 20 30 miles away from me like and you probably have and you probably have four miles of um Drive. Do you really understand? Yeah. You know, and, and and in the case of electric cars, like once the battery is flat, it's flat. But you know, in 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 gas-powered cars, at least you have a reserve tank yeah. that will still get you, you know, to the nearest gas station, which is and, pretty much and everywhere. And you see how fumes to run on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> you know, like you you could you could also you could also you know you like I've seen people run out of gas, and somehow you're able to flag someone down. And just get probably right. like a, a gallon yeah. or something yeah. off of their exactly. car, or someone exactly. drives somewhere to quickly get you like two, three gallons or something, and then come back to top of your bag. Now yeah. that's that's not possible with the Tesla. Once it's out, it's out. You have to call your insurance or your your roadside assistant for tow. Exactly, yeah. everything is shut down. More, you know, because everything yeah. shuts down. You can't you can't push it. You can't you cannot. The only thing you just do is call it to and tow it out of that place and get to a charging point now that's that's a huge disadvantage yeah, but yeah, that's, um, that's a deal from something to um something that tayo mentioned was that propaganda mm-hmm. because like almost all the car companies now all the big names they're already pushing for electric cars in the next five years have next, you guys um, seen have you guys seen the the mustang um Yes, I've seen it a few times and I was absolutely disappointed. No, disgusted is the word for me because mm-hmm. they pretty much took the Mustang name and they just ruined it. You know, I, I kind of understand what they were trying to do, like trying to keep the legacy alive, but come on, you can't yeah, do that's that. That's not how to keep the legacy that's, alive. That's not how to like, keep the Like the way Mitsubishi turned the Eclipse to a crossover. Yeah, not with a exactly. name like that. <laughs> they, they, they should have just left it as, as a Ford Mark E. Like, it's... Exactly. It's that, would, that, would, that would have been the perfect name. Yeah, it's a disservice exactly. to, 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 to a name like that. Like, and but then I think since... Seeing the car, I, I call it. I call it the model X wanna be. If you ask me, because <laughs> well, yeah, it, technically, it looks yeah. like that. It could look, it looks like that. And I think they use the Mustang name to, you know, attract buyers because oh, it's a Mustang, and it's electric. That's the boat world. Bam, and they slam a huge price tag on it. It's just a perfect example of allowing the marketing team to make decisions for the cars. That's just it. Because no engineer would ever have agreed to that. To exactly. that name, and they, they completely nailed yes, it. Yes, to that name and to that design, it. sir. To that design, yes, because they were they could have used the design of the Echo Sport or the Explorer or something, or just switch it up or something like that. But nah, even even, the... even 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 using 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 the Explorer is also disrespect to the 
to what's it called to a flagship car like the Explorer. They probably could have slammed it on on the Ford Escape or something. Or they could have just brought an older name or something. Exactly. So I, I just. You know, they, I, I just feel like they were doing the Mustang a disservice by putting that name on, you know, their electric vehicle. It's supposed to be an entirely different platform, you know, because yeah. I don't see any resemblance whatsoever with the Ford Mustang platform. They just use that as a marketing strategy to woo people into buying that vehicle. And I honestly, I can count the number of times I've seen it on the road. So I want to believe that, you know, sales aren't doing very great yet. Uh, no, the, also, sales, the, sales, the sales are poor, trust me. Exactly. Oh, and yeah. I'm pretty sure it's expensive. It, it, it will probably cost at least 50 grand, you know, for yeah, that kind of thereabouts. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's, that's not within the range of a lot of people. You know, yeah. in this economy, because that's twice, twice the earnings of the average, you know, uh, nine to fiver in, in the United States. So it, it doesn't even seem very feasible. Aside the fact that it's going to cost a ton of money to maintain, because those cars are not, you know, they're not designed for people to work on them. Anything goes wrong with your car, even yeah, something as simple as exactly, mm-hmm. you know. So wow. it's pretty much like a money pit. That's why, you know. I don't think electric vehicles are sustainable right now. They're not in any way. If you're, if you're someone with deep pockets, you know, like a, you have a six-figure um, salary and above, and you have some extra change to throw around, yeah, you can get yourself one of those. Maintenance mm-hmm. won't be an issue for you. But for regular people, even the cheapest EV car, you still can't work on it yourself. You yeah, have to you can't it do anything you know, minor. Yes, you, I mean, you have to fits. take it to the election. So that's just, you know, one major gripe I have with yes. electric vehicle. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's, I mean, so that's because, like, for, for a little for a little bit of a digression, because I was um a couple hours ago I was actually trying to check, you know, match compare the sales and everything. Like even for the for the I don't know, for the um, Ford Mark E, I don't like to call it the Mustang because it's just disrespectful. <laughs> like for the for the Mark E the sales is dropping drastically. Wow. Nobody's buying it. I think in the month of August alone, I think nationwide, they only sold about 1,400 units. Wow. That's, that's, that's actually the whole of America. Yeah. <laughs> and is there, any, is there any other vehicle we can use as a benchmark to it, like maybe the F-150? Something uh, just just to get a benchmark like what's other the average car maybe like next to the ford um escape or something uh probably the uh what's it called the edge yeah the edge yeah exactly the ford edge mm-hmm. yeah and so, the like, ford edge is doing numbers you understand what i'm saying it yeah. is doing numbers most especially for like car rental companies they're buying a mass and all but nobody is really buying the, the mark, mark e, e. You know, so sales is dropping drastically. So I was like, if you, if a company is selling just about 14, 1400 units in a whole month, then that's ridiculous. That's like that's like that's like a sixty percent drop. You know, so and they were they saying, yeah, as, at the end of the day, that car might not, you know, see the light of of a decade. Nah. That's, yeah, that's I, I totally opinion. agree with that. I totally agree with that because you know it, 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 nowadays um, manufacturers are just looking for the next way to get uh, uh, you know money into their pockets. They're, they're not even concerned about you know the customers' needs and wants, which 
yeah, which and, should be a top priority. Sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and uh, as you're saying that now about the manufacturers, I noticed something with electric cars. Why why do they have this egg-shaped design? Like, what's why are they like the one with Mercedes Benz now? That was the most <laughs> annoying because I have a guy, I have a guy that sends like we're, we're always um chatting on IG, sending each other pictures, rear Benzes, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And yeah. like, he found one um account, one meme account, and they took the EQS right, <laughs> lights were off, and they just put a Honda badge on it, and it looked oh, like no. a Honda Civic, yeah, and like. Mm-hmm. All the electric cars, if you notice, apart from maybe like the cool ones like the Audi e-tron and uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember the other ones, but like majority of all of them, they have this annoying egg shape. Why? Because, Why uh, because... oh, sorry, go, go ahead, ahead, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. well, yes. here's what I think. Because first of all, which is stating the obvious, because they have no front grill. To me, it looks like a dolphin. When I look, when I, when I look at the, um, when I look at the, the Tesla Model X or the Model Y or the Model, mm-hmm. in fact, any Tesla at all, they look yeah, they look like, like dolphins. Dolphin, you know, <laughs> like, they look just they look they look funny, you know, because of the lack of you know uh, uh, intakes, you know, in the front grille. So it it just has this very seamless. You're trying to give it this futuristic look with the seamless designs yeah, and colors. It's so annoying. Is that, and, is, that, is that really futuristic though? It's not because well, and the reason why I ask that question is um if you look at the um is it the Chevy does it is it is a hatchback that Chevrolet does them does vote uh, yeah the votes yeah I, I don't know where was the second okay. generation yeah but I can't remember there was a, there's a particular electric car share. it's not popular yeah is it, is it's it not lucid? like one of the latest is it lucid? I can't remember the name not not lucid. It's not. It's not like a current generation car. It's something from like oh, yeah. the late 2010s, kind of. Oh. And oh, what I'm trying to say is that it was electric, but it looked normal. It wasn't okay. trying to look futuristic. So mm-hmm. that thing just kind of sparked in my head, like, okay, yeah, okay. So they don't need grooves, but give them fake grooves or something. Just make them look normal. <laughs> they don't have to look like them from the year 2050 or something like that. Just make them look like a normal car. Because when they're talking about aerodynamics. Um, I remember the CLA, the CLA yeah. 180, the base model has a drag coefficient of like 0.2 Zero, something, yeah. like the lowest of all. And that car is mm-hmm. a petrol powered car. So, and it has a grill and it's not like, <laughs> it's not using grill shutting technology or anything. It's just mm-hmm. teardrop shape and all that. So why are you removing the grill? Uh, well, I think, I think there's, there's a bit of um, a herd um uh, i don't want to say yeah there's there's a bit of a herd mentality with regards to everybody's trying to follow a particular trend Mm -hmm. you know and i feel like i mean there's 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 a lot of creativity in these designs and everything but you see the same way um, there's this trend there yeah like elon has already nailed it in terms of um you know being the lead with what's ev vehicle design should look like so every other company that is trying to toe that line you know would want to create something that will first give you you know that few seconds imagination about is that a tesla oh no it's a must no no it's a ford after you see the badge you get what i'm saying so they're still taking it from 
from what the Tesla is representing. You can go back to cell phones and all this. It's just a, a, a little diversion yeah. now. Like, there's what Apple is doing that every other phone manufacturers actually, you know, they've, they've, they have hardware in their control, hardware design. So all of the um, cell phone brands are taking a leap from what what Apple is doing with their design is the same thing with what yeah. um, Musk is doing. I call him a stubborn guy, you know. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, he, he. I like it though. I like I like his resilience. I like the fact that he's pushing his narrative and somehow he's getting the recognition that he deserves for putting in work. But is that the future mm-hmm. of automobiles? I don't. Think no, so. me personally, eh. Mm-hmm. Like I love the V8, you know. I'm still starting out, so I, I, like I would like to be able to afford a an Aventador in the future. Not that mm-hmm, someone exactly. tell me that they are banned, but realistically, in my yeah. opinion, the, two, the the future, in my opinion, should go two ways. One is with hybrids, mm-hmm. hybrids, exactly. and I still think I still think hydrogen is the future. Do right. problem with hydrogen right now is mass adoption, because. Um, I saw an episode on Top Gear. I saw another episode mm-hmm. on something with James May too. Yeah. And like, I think the process of converting that um, hydrogen, uh, making it to be burnt inside the car, like I'm sorry, making it to power the car, it's still a long process. But yeah. the hydrogen-powered vehicle, in most cases, like some of the vehicles anyway, majority mm-hmm. of them are hybrids. You get electric power yeah. with the hydrogen engine. But like right now in today's time in the moment the petrol powered hybrid is still the way forward exactly why it's, so it's like pretty um, much the best of both worlds yeah like in the new mercedes-benz model cars now the most of them have a mild hybrid system but okay. in the standard in the standard um, mode i think i read a review on the gls 580 mm-hmm. yeah so what 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 piqued my interest with it was that it had a mild i think a 48 volt hybrid system and when you put your foot down you get yeah. an extra like tw- 25 horsepower boost okay in normal like maybe stop and go traffic conditions you can mm-hmm. still use the hybrids you can use the electric motors you can save four so a situation yeah. where you're traveling like you mentioned earlier you run out of four oh god where well, i'm stranded no you can just use the hybrid motors to like electric motors to just take it to the next stop. A couple miles yeah you get what I mean, and mm-hmm. I, I think that's that's the way forward, right? I think the new models of Mercedes. Sorry, I'm talking about Mercedes too much, but like new <laughs> models, most of them don't like they have batteries, but they don't really rely on the batteries like that because they have the electric system mm-hmm. working for them. I don't know. I, I I just feel like I don't know why I don't know who is pushing this agenda, or, but mm-hmm. like I feel why like the new cars are, are coming out now. All of them should be hybrids. Because yes. technically, people Agreed. have nothing to lose. Because the, the 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 electric car now is is like you are is like you are trying to um, uh, taking less. I think you are spending more for less. Yeah, like, you are spending you're more for car. less. Yeah, exactly. You are spending. You are getting a car, but now you can't go on road trips anymore. Yeah, the value the value is impeded. Yeah. Exactly, like you can't, you can't, you know, in your petrol powered car, you can just wake up in the evening, I'm sorry, in the morning, and just be like, I'm going for a long drive. Yeah, can't drive with your yeah. Tesla. 
you can't plan a road you, 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 you trip like, with that trust me yeah i mean you can't you, you can't be in new york and be like fuck it i'm going to vegas and right. then be like ah no charging stations <laughs> around this area you know but right. you're a petrol powered guy you're like fuck it i'm going and you just dream of the tank and you're off and there's always you know, a gas and, station at every you know highway point exactly exactly stop to to either use a restroom grab a snack or something there's always you a know, gas station somewhere and even if you're like you don't want to stop you can always just you can just get like 10 liters of fuel and keep it in the boots in that's the trunk. it that's you can't yeah, do that with, you so, can't do that with an electric so and, and, that, that's and also also yeah. you know another thing uh take for example the uh what's this hypercar the ferrari la ferrari right it has this yeah. intelligent system called the cars uh yeah. where it uses regenerative braking you know to to soak the battery up you know yeah. every time you brake it takes that energy and mm-hmm. it directed back into the batteries that's i think is a very fine example of how nothing is adaptive I, I, I suppose yeah I, yeah. I think so you know that's that's a very fine example of you know how uh, a hybrid system can be implemented you know it might cost some money yes but i i feel that's even much more sustainable as compared to full electric vehicles because i yeah. can't be i can't start doing you know uh, freaking arithmetic because i'm trying to get to the next city you know, <laughs> it's, not, it's, not it's not even it's not even arithmetic you know, again the, the, let's 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 be realistic like the way i'm seeing it i think it's just the media pushing pushing different narratives because yeah when i look at the a, average there's a sorry to cut you there i mean you're going to continue yeah. the media wouldn't just push a narrative if if, if the money bags there's, are not dropping into you know like exactly you know it's not like the media is just out there pushing oh i mean yeah. as 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 a top guy in in the ev world elon can actually you know like took a few things and have the media respond to his pulse the way he wants yeah. it you know like this gabriel guy that i'm telling you guys about like there's nothing i could tell him i'm hoping i'm able to get him on here like something one of the episodes like there's nothing i could tell him that would change gabriel's mind for <laughs> anything petrol he's, and that's a, what people don't understand yeah you know sorry sorry to cut in that's mm-hmm. what people don't understand because they've 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 marketed it in such a way that you know it has become a cult like following just like apple and yeah. you know yeah. even the funniest part the 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 flagship tesla which i believe is the p100d uh the mm-hmm. model x i believe it, it has cheap plastic parts in it you know <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't they, remember, they, I can't they, remember they, who they call they use the excuse of of a minimalist design to to push that narrative i'm, I'm calling like, nah. calling bs i am calling bs on that i am calling yeah, bs see, on that like, you can you can have there's, a minimalist there's, design there's, there's there's no point buying a $90,000 car and you're telling me minimalist design Me, exactly. that's like an insult yes. that's an insult yes. to my guy that just bought a $90,000 m m7 series or something m7 like, series yeah <laughs> and yeah you're telling yeah and you're telling him minimalist design the guy if he just punch you certain threshold you know price wise that a vehicle would cross that i don't want to go in and hear any creaks or squeaks everything yeah. should be firm you know i can't depend because if i remember correctly the um uh the the, the tesla model x 
mm-hmm. cost at least six figures, brand new. You know, yeah. and 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 you, you can't tell me I'm paying that amount of money, and I will get into the car, and something is squeaking or creaking. Because look, did you see? How, there do, I you, do, do you know how plastic the back of the seats are? I, I literally went to the Tesla showroom, <laughs> yeah. you know, a, a, a couple a couple of years ago. I went to the showroom and I was looking at these cars and there was really nothing that fascinated me about them. I'm sorry yes. if I sound like a eater. I wasn't fascinated in the least bit. I wasn't impressed. The only yeah. thing that impre- that's impressive about Tesla's is that instant acceleration, which applies to mm-hmm. all electric um, performance electric vehicles. That's pretty much it. You know, that's the world yeah. factor. Everything else, everything else is just, uh, you know. So I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't shell no, out one hundred and twenty thousand dollars or whatever, I'm sorry, whatever the amount is, and then you, you, you know, you're pushing a panel in the car and you're hearing squeaks increase. No, yeah. I believe the, yeah. the, the twenty sixteen. Uh, sorry, go ahead. I'm I'm getting too emotional here. <laughs> I mean, it's allowed. Yeah, I it's think, allowed. Trust no, no, it's cool now. Like, uh, but I, I think more we, that's in the. We have to express our bias. Like, yeah, know, but at the same time, so. I think one other thing that helped Tesla again, because I remember when my boss traveled, like when the Tesla craze was going, when the Model X first came out, he went to check mm-hmm. it out, and he was like, "Yeah, very nice looking car. The quality was bad." Now this is someone that's driven like several high end cars, so hearing that from him, I just mm-hmm. knew that the fit was sealed, quality was yeah. bad. But then the hype still kept on going up, and I think three things one is the fact that you can still get you get you get software updates i mean that was i think tesla was the first car that you could you know tomorrow morning wake up with the technically brand new car with the software updates features and all that you know Mm -hmm. i think i just started seeing that with the new s class the s500 the s500 yeah, the 2022, 2021 S500. I was mm-hmm. going through the settings and I saw where you could download updates, blah, blah, blah. And I felt, okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. But like, you yes. guys are like five years late. Behind, yeah. Behind, yeah. Then the next thing is like the customer feedback. Like, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. um, um, customer, um, cost, uh, how you can customize different things. The con- fact that, con- apart from, con- okay. no, um, like from the way they respond to their customers. Oh, okay, like, yeah. The, the way... You can it's ask like the, it's like and like, it's like the user user experience and all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. I mean, yeah. When you call your local car dealership, I'm sure they'll answer you. But there's this mm-hmm. fun thing about the Tesla, like it's it's just different. It feels like you have you're, you're driving your PS4, something like that. It's just so um, it's not too serious, but it's serious at the same time. And then mm-hmm. I think the third thing that really pushed Tesla out there was that self-driving um uh capability self-driving yeah. stuff but the, the anointing about the self-driving <laughs> thing is that the anointing about it is that a lot of companies are actually very very capable of doing it i remember mm-hmm. um cadillac has the super cruise uh mercedes-benz has the autopilot but the thing about autopilot, all these big yeah. companies is that they are not ready they are not ready to have lawsuits like they are not exactly. i mean imagine <laughs> dig it and that- uh I usually mention it to people like, see, these guys can do these things. I mean, since as far back as 2014, the E-Class was able to pack itself, 
right? They didn't shout about it. Why? Yeah. Because there's a Karen out there ready to come and shout that I was using the self-parking feature and it hits my neighbor or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like Tesla don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's one way to look at it. I forgot to... Yeah, well, where else again? And then, like... The, okay, I'm not trying to shit on Tesla right now. But there mm-hmm. have been issues. I've seen, like incidents where their cars just continuously caught fire yeah. i don't know if you guys really? my laptop yeah i heard about that i heard about wow. that i saw I the, the first one i saw was uh somewhere in china the car just mm-hmm. caught fire on its own in a uh in a parking there was wow. another incident like that something like that so i don't know maybe it was a quality issue or i don't know right Look, so i, I like I, that whole that whole saga of you know tesla's you know going up in flames you know was a really it was a really crazy time you know i i, I even heard of one where you know it's it got the owner into a crash you know yeah and please i i cannot for any reason i cannot leave a vehicle to drive me i don't care how good the autonomous driving is it's never it's going to it's the same thing with me too. I, I just want yeah. to add i want to add some um wood to your fire so as you're saying that <laughs> you know we're entering the age where the cars are like i mean the first tesla will probably be like six years old now yeah and i'm sure that the first owners are probably dropping them to get something else so we're entering the age of like second hand usage so how do you think the cars will perform Oh yeah, there's there already there's, there's, there's already there's already a, a, a guy who dedicated his website to um, uh, what's it called use Tesla uh, what's it called bidding and and sales. So that means for most people who have already like you said like driven the car for like five six years, they list yeah. their vehicles on his website for you know a second hand user. Now the question is. What is the likely, um, what is the likely maintenance, you know, in terms of cost with regards to driving a second-hand Tesla? Because everybody who has driven it actually had it first-hand, you know. Okay. So am I going to walk into a Tesla dealership or get on a Tesla second-hand website and purchase uh, an 80,000-mile Tesla? No. Now that's that's full electric. What am I inheriting? The liability? Am I able to maintain it? I don't think well, so. Well, um, what I think about that is first of all, uh, I'm going to liken it to because I mean electric cars are pretty much just huge battery packs on wheels, right? So mm-hmm. I'm going to liken them to you know our phones' batteries. These things have undergone use over and over again and we all know that over time you know with constant charging and whatnot your phone's battery deteriorates right yeah yeah so let's say you're buying a used tesla with like what 80 90 miles Mm -hmm. here's how i see it and i i hate to be the cynic here i am literally sitting on a time bomb because (laughs) i have a fat battery pack right under my arm okay <laughs> exactly. No, obviously. No, I'm not no, about to say blow up. it might not blow <laughs> Come up. On. It might not blow up, but, <laughs> but you still. Have to. But still, but still, you, you never know what could happen. I mean, we don't, we don't, we don't know the full cause of those fires. You know mm-hmm. that happened back then. We don't know. It could be anything. Oh, 
And yeah, sorry. That fire stuff again. Uh, I read that um, battery fires, like electrical battery fires, they are very hard to kill. They are they're, they're very they hard to, terrible. Um, point. Yes, to to put terrible. out, right? Yeah, to put they out. Are yeah. Terrible. Very, very terrible. You know. So I don't want to put myself in that kind of situation because it's just not feasible for me. I don't want to. I don't want an electric car. Okay, I'm fine with the gasoline because you know say you're buying a gasoline powered car pre-owned at least you can you know put in your obd2 scanner and figure mm-hmm. out what the problem is but with yeah. an electric vehicle you don't even know where to start true you don't you don't know where to start from even the average person at least you could open you can open uh open the hood up your and eye bodies yeah, you know but an electric vehicle there is nothing inside so you're left at the mercy of the dealership and they are going to slam you with a ton of charges yeah, that you might not even be ready for mm-hmm. you know so these are things people are not considering oh i want a tesla i want a tesla i have a friend who's like oh she wants a tesla i'm, I'm like why <laughs> she couldn't give me any reason she just wants a tesla the hype. Because she thinks it's a hype, it's a hype man you know? trust me it's a hype. and, it's a hype. and there, no, there no. i say there i say that sorry there i say that a 2016 you know w uh c-class w205 has mm-hmm. a better interior than than a model s it has a better 20, interior than, it, than, than a 2021 plaid trust me it does yes yeah, it does and, and people yeah. uh, well, yeah, i mean like, come on, the, the difference the, is have, there have we're talking seen, about brands here have you seen um what's it called like the the 2021 plaid for me is just um too many too many things that could actually fail on you first of the fact that it doesn't have a gear shifter yeah, that predictive selector is. I don't nah. know why they did that. It's ridiculous. It has too many gimmicks. Too many gimmicks. And the steer, don't even get me started on the steering. That <laughs> steering does not look the least bit practical. You know, you, you know, when I steering, I was thinking it was just for like maybe it was a concept version or something. No, it wasn't. Like, a concept. I, was I just... think it was. It was. It looks like a koala. That's insane. <laughs> 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 it's just. It's just weird because I'm not thinking like. Like a three-point turn or yeah, driving through tight streets you, and right? you, you how the hell are you going to do that? The <laughs> that looks like a rectangle. It doesn't make any oh sense. God. Why did they do that? At least, can you get a replacement when you get? Can you like switch to an a round steering or yeah, just stuck with that? I'm sure you because you know about, you're about you know, to tamper with a lot of software in the vehicle. You know, and then that's, I don't, that's I don't the know anything. The annoying thing about that um that steering wheel again is I mean when I'm on the on the highway on the express mm-hmm. I'm I have one hand on top at the top and then I'm like resting my my hand is on the armrest so I'm just yeah. like where will you put your arm I mean your hand sorry <laughs> like that's a good question they are stuck with one position mm-hmm. and that's just it's holding like, it's the like you, steering it's wheel like on. you it's like you have been having a driving style whereby like for me I like to drive and holding my steering wheel with my left hand exactly now, in regards to this you're sitting down like a pilot in a boeing seven whatever seven because mm-hmm. you cannot both hands has to be on on the steering wheel steering. and yeah. that's that's like a grandpa driving driving a Toyota crown you're, yes yeah. you have been limited it it and 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 I'm, I'm going to liken it to Apple phones again. That's exactly what they're doing. They're limiting you to, you know, accept whatever it is that, yeah. you know, the package comes with. And you're paying a premium price. I don't have a problem paying a premium price for things, but I need to get my money's worth. That's Value, value for about. your money, yeah. 
yeah so the, the, fun, the fun factor in those vehicles for me it's just um, there's something i'm gonna say right after you guys are done talking now you know it's it's um i'm gonna give you guys time to it's it's with regards to let's say you know it's bringing us back to um the foreseeable or the unforeseeable future of you know the evs and let's just imagine a world where the flip side is boom everybody's driving an ev so would you drive your you know a tesla you bought with your heart and money through a flood in niger absolutely not oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> through a flooding that's that that's the reality that's what's the reality you know. i mean one guy had to do it now there was a video the tesla mm-hmm. model there's one popular tesla model x in lagos that in, white in lagos one. yeah that white yeah one. there was a time he had to drive through a flood though and he didn't get electrocuted <laughs> no i remember elon musk actually came out and said that um there were videos of teslas actually driving through floors one time and elon musk was like the battery pack and everything is like sealed and all that blah 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 blah, blah. but then again i mean yeah if you're buying a tesla whether you're buying a used one or a brand new one you're spending s class seven series um money money, money you yeah. know so so i don't know i i, I won't carry my s-class into a flood i'd rather how call much, a rescue or something right how much more how much more how much more a a fully uh, i mean a full electric vehicle now if if elon is saying yes you can it's the, the battery pack is sealed and all whatnot now the question is give a give a a, a standby traffic situation and then there's a flooding how long are you able to stay in that before the battery pack? Flood. I mean, you know, water would always find its level. I don't care what anybody thinks. It's always find a way. As long as there's a static situation whereby the vehicle is just in one spot for the longest, I feel like that's that's I don't know that's that's still sitting on a time bomb. Yeah, you know, uh, you have a point. You have a point. So, but, uh, I mean, those those have been my thoughts and my bias towards it. Yeah, like, but you know, the, the thing is, people or the people who are buying the Teslas, the Tesla fans, I actually have a friend who is a huge Tesla fan. I'm sure we know we know uh, like this podcast, but <laughs> like like uh, what made him fall in love with the brand is like i said the the infotainment of it you know the features mm-hmm. the fact that the car sees everything around you it shows what's in front of you the fact that it can drive you know is the person who talks the loudest is the person that 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 will get the most attention mm-hmm. i'm sure brands like bmw mercedes porsche and the likes they have this technology in them but you don't yeah. they don't talk about it only the owners know about it you know mm-hmm. like like me in my e-class now is i'm the only one that knows that oh this car can do this this car can do that but to the yeah. outsider it's just an ordinary car but yep. and mercedes-benz don't go around shouting about it like ha 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 all mercedes-benz if you look at the social media is safety look at our fine cars or um, um emissions yeah. social media mm-hmm. too that's all they are known for or maybe a little bit of speed but right. for the Teslas, it's more of self-driving, 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 uh, infotainment. I can make my horn to sound like a fart. <laughs> Nobody does that. Those you are know? just <laughs> Yeah, they're just gimmicks, but that's the thing. That's that's what's getting them the attention. I know their sales are not high compared to the yeah. average um, car brand. In terms of marketing and, um, you know 
just being out there why you know, the age of social media the, the funny thing about this whole self-driving <clears throat> thing is this i'm the kind of guy who will drive myself around in my rolls royce phantom i don't care so how much more me now sitting down and have and have a tesla do that for me i like to be practical you understand what i'm saying i'm the type who would yeah. drive who would drive a manual shifter in 2027 <laughs> that, i mean that's just i'm, I'm stubborn about that you get what You're i'm not saying so, yeah so for somebody to to now try to create why why do i have a steering wheel why do i need the vehicle to think for me you get what i'm exactly. saying like i, I get even, your, uh, even in my um, car even in my car currently like it is automatic transmission but i always drive it with the flappy paddle like i just you get what i'm saying like i just want to yeah. do that and have a feel of doing something manually and then you have me sit down behind the steering wheel and probably you know like eating my chicken nuggets or something and then the guy is navigating me yeah but now. i mean the answer is there already i mean mm-hmm. uh, if you look outside the electrical world let's just come out of the electrical world let's go into the normal car world right if you notice now the average vehicle consumer buys crossovers and SUVs. Mm-hmm. Even, I, I work at um, a car dealership, right? We sell brand new cars. Right. We have sedans, we have E-class sedans, we have the mm-hmm. S-class sedans, we have lots of SUVs. Right. And on average, 9 out of 10 people always come for the SUV. Mm. Only like one person or maybe two mm. will just come and be like, I want a sedan. I want a sedan. I like the low stance. I like. So more people are buying, like for the Mercedes Benz. They want. They are buying Mercedes Benzes, Toyotas, like exactly. Mm, They want the SUV, and most of them, okay, like in a country like Nigeria now, right? Right. Majority of the guys that come for the SUVs. First thing I ask them when they come to me, I'll be like, "Oh, you want to travel?" And they'll be like, "Yes, I want to travel." And I understand that our Mm. roads are shit, but for the people outside or people for the city slickers like me we're not going yeah. anywhere yeah like, <laughs> me, i'm just going up and down chopping space i don't like chopping space in an suv oh yeah right mm, so like and then in the us for example now you, I'm, i'm sure most of you i mean duos are not the best right but you're not going through the jungle no yeah so like there's this like huge mentality of suvs crossovers high riding suvs and crossovers and i don't know who's forcing that narrative on people but it's if you, it's it's that kind of narrative that is kind of pushing in the electrical world i think and it's then, just a general notion that everybody's just catching so and, and, and yeah. i i believe it's because people people you know nowadays we're in a society where people hardly read anymore you know um people want to be fed information you know so no one wants to do the research they hear the next hot thing everyone hops on it you know that's what's hot you know so i I think that also has sorry that also has a part to play in this Mm. narrative you know people want to be fed information without actually doing if i'm getting into something i want to do extensive research on it so i know what i'm getting myself into you know but like i said <laughs> no the thing is the thing is like I, i don't know if you guys can relate with this but this is how it is for me every car that i drive i consider it a relationship meaning yeah. i want to understand Fact. what Fact. i'm driving from 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 you know performance to handling to 
to comfort you understand what i'm saying to my gas mileage yeah. to am i am i going to like tip over if i hit a bend at such and such um mileage you know what i'm saying per hour you know what i'm saying like if if i have a check engine light come on i want to know the reason right away you get i've seen people have their check engine lights run for the longest and i was talking to this guy back home in niger and he was like i was like man guy you drive a freaking mercedes benz your tire pressure monitor sensor is on your check engine light is on boom what's going on and then i started asking him questions and guess what the check engine light was just an issue whereby he was pumping gas they were pumping gas in the car and he didn't turn off the engine now that's oh. that's, a, that's a factor that can get your check oh engine light to come on you know wow. i'm like okay it was just a simple question i said yeah he does that from time to time i said oh you don't do that you turn off the engine pump your gas and then boom get on the way i said okay run to such and such places they're gonna run a code and your tire pressure sensor light is on yeah i've put air in everything i'm like okay do you balance what you you probably put some 60 psi in one 35 in the other and maybe 40 in the other two you know Mm -hmm. those things are gonna damage your sensor Mm -hmm. like it's a relationship you get you know just like i said it's just to address the the herd mentality oh yeah this is what everybody is buying boom i need to get my because i'm seeing a lot of glks Everybody's buying a GLK back home. GLK, GLC. You just jump at it. Like, see, the E-Class is probably one of the worst selling Mercedes-Benz cars in Lagos. Are you serious? I had, I had a 2012 E350. Mm-hmm. And right. honestly, I was so in love with this car. After driving it, I was so... Like, it had all, it had all the features. It had Did the, you sell it? Yeah, we sold it after like six months. Okay. Hmm. But... In that six months, we sold like three C classes, wow. and we sold about five MLs. And like the SUVs go fast, but the sedans, especially the executive sedans, like the standard full-on sedans, right. they hardly sell. Apart from like the Camrys that everyone mm. just jumps at, right? And I mean, there are options. Nigerians just jump at anything they see their neighbor driving. <laughs> so they see their neighbor driving. Keeping I'm serious. Like I've had a lot of ladies especially come like hi i want to get a car what do you advise and my, my friend was talking about buying a corolla or a matrix i'm like calm down you don't have to buy a matrix you can go for this other brand you can go for this one no 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 no, no. but my mechanic said the matrix is the corolla is very easy to to maintain and i'm like what of the civic what of the accord i don't know it's that's just the mentality so i think it's everywhere just buy what the neighbor is buying and yeah, but that's, that's probably buying a Corolla Cross or something. Uh, to me, I think that um, that leaves a lot to to desire. If you ask me, like, why do you have to? Um, I mean, it's a whole lot of things within the automobile industry. That I mean, that's where I work, and I've had to talk to people seeking to, you know, like I do a bit of um, consulting on the job, and I just advise people. I mean, for a pay, you understand what I'm saying? Okay, this yeah. is what you want to buy with the company and everything. It's on me to tell them the perks, you know. It's up to you to put your money on it, but it's on me to tell you, look, this is the cost advantage for, you know, this 2018, say, Kia Sorento, blah, blah, blah. 
I had somebody want to buy a car like two days ago. The Kia Sorento 2020-21 currently, Kia doesn't even have um, what's it called? The oil filter. So if you have that vehicle, you probably might not be able to do an oil change till next year, mid next year or something. What? what the hell? Yep. Are you serious? Yep. Yep. This is this is this is me. This is this is direct information. You understand what I'm saying? Because I've had to send a couple from my fleet to Tars Plus and other places where my company has like big accounts for them to directly charge, and they send it back. Oh, sorry, we've contacted Kia. The oil the, the oil filter is nowhere to be found, and even Kia themselves are you know they are experiencing the shortage, meaning. The fuel that they have, they're using it for a couple of their vehicles within the fleet. So imagine driving around town in a car and you've, you, you've passed 5,000 miles after your oil change. And the bad part is for the Kias, right after, um, let's say you're supposed, to, you're supposed to do like at every 9,000 miles or something. Yeah. Or 7,500 miles, you need to do an oil change. Guess what? Right after 8,000 miles, the oil change starts to drain, meaning it's going to start getting dried off. Oh, wow. And if you're not, you, you lose, you risk losing your motor, you, you risk losing the engine in the process. And then you have a car, you need, it's an everyday vehicle, you need to drive around. Oh, my thanks. You know? Exactly. <laughs> so, if you take those things, it's a lot with the with the Hondas too. Same thing, the Sonatas, the, the uh, what's it called, the um, Elantras, the Elantras. The oil filter is nowhere to be found, and the cars are out there on the streets, you know, because those are like everyday vehicles that everybody can afford. Yeah, you know. So imagine a situation whereby um, people are. Like import these cars into Nigeria because it is gonna happen. So I'm telling you uh, that say five years from now, a 2021 Hyundai Sonata find itself in Niger. First off, the oil change is not gonna be available for people driving it in Niger. And then that's when you want to try to use a Toyota Camry or I mean oil filter for uh, you know Baba Mutu have a solution now. <laughs> <laughs> you know you already know. And that's those are little things that people need to understand. Like I'm just bringing it back to what you said earlier about you know like there are more people who buy who are buying you know crossovers and SUVs and the no, reason it's, it's... I can't say I was researching something and I realized that Lagos well limited to Lagos has one of the worst maintained set of um, C300s anywhere yeah. you can think of. Meaning, you know the big problem? Yeah. Like, a lot of these mechanics in Lagos, they don't mm-hmm. respect the engines. Okay, like, for my own car now, right? Mm-hmm. Since I've been using it, <clears throat> my mechanic always gets made mobile one OW40, right? Full synthetic, and yeah. Your OW, OW40, yeah, is it OW? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, that mobile one, sure, that gold one. And I've never had any issue with it. Normal servicing every, is it like five to four to five months depending on how i'm using the car yeah. right how and much miles you put on it yeah sometimes i don't even okay. reach the miles because you know i'm doing short wow. commutes lagos is not okay. that big so sometimes i don't see my own discretion like you have suffered just come and change but like most nigerians because like for me now that that oil change 
the two kegs now. I have to get eight liters, and that's like forty k alone, mm-hmm. yeah. just for the kegs. But most people are like first time buyers. I always tell people who want to get their first cars, don't buy a Benz. Start yeah. with the Toyota or Hyundai exactly. or something, because because exactly. they are easy. Like you can mm-hmm. you, you learn the basics. You won't get like random random bills that can just wreck you, right? But most mm-hmm. people just jump at it and they don't go to um uh workshops or they don't go to garages that like that they that know what they are doing that specify most of them yeah. just most of them will just go, go to the random yeah and then the, the Toyota mechanic will now like uh use idea you know for example <laughs> now I'm sure the <clears throat> the four cylinder on the Corolla engine now probably uses a 5W30 or 5W40 and it'll yeah. just be like eh using it should be Benz yeah for plug in now yeah oh yeah oh yeah put it inside there was one time I saw I saw I saw I saw an ML350 I saw oh, an no. ML350 the, the guy was the guy was pushing but like there was a huge cloud of smoke I was like oh my god, oh, god. there was a huge cloud of smoke coming out I was like god that, that's probably the, you know those engines are very sensitive so yes. like there are so many cases of c300s knocking like that that mm-hmm. thing like me self i'm even afraid like like if i was going to get like people always tell me and i always tell them want to get a c-class in nigeria now just get the one with the v6 that's the c400 or c450 and really? those ones are like on the high side because mm-hmm. you, you just don't know i don't like I always advise people go and meet Autodoc or go to um, Smiles Autos or I'll have said Dear Cola, but Dear Cola these days is like he's super busy. So it's as if I'm trying <laughs> to kill him by referring people to him. Because yeah. the average mechanic doesn't really care. There are some some like they even use fake parts. They they take they switch parts. There was there was one um I give my car to me, the mechanic to help me get lower in shock absorbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the car was sitting a little high. And he gave okay. it to his apprentice, and the guy went to put the shock absorbers. I can't no, not the shock absorbers. I can't remember what he did, but apparently he took the parts from a W210 and he put it on my own. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. So I just noticed that one side, like <coughs> normally when I try to put my fist through the car, through mm-hmm. the um, we, um, like the tires and Head the wheel well. Okay. No, no, no. The tires okay, and yeah. the wheel well. Well, yeah. yeah. Only, only two fingers go in. So is yeah. your tire is, is the tires low profile? Yeah, my tires are low profile. Wow. So like between the wheel well and the um, tire, that height. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. So normally I could only put two fingers, but when they brought it back, I could put a full fist to it. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So like until oh when and I called the guy like, guy, something yeah, is that's, not that's, right. That's more ground clearance for you, anyway. Yeah, more ground clearance, but it didn't look weird. I'm not, I'm not that's going like, on the safari that's or like, something. That's like driving the what's it called, the W140s of old. Yeah, exactly. So, more I, gas money shout, for you too, because the, the, the weight is not evenly distributed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I shout to return the car. The guy now found out that the guy used. He went to put a different shock absorber. For that's, that was supposed to be for you to ten in their workshop, so that's he was insane. not monitoring. He just felt that oh, I've given this boy instruction. He's going to put this thing case closed for yeah. only for the guy to go and take something for a two ten, and then put on a two one one. People get and sued he, for stuff like that, bro. Get, and that me, I was just being. It was just that me. I was being observant. Now, what of that babe 
that has that has that a zero knowledge about vehicles yeah like okay let me give an another example so I'm, i've been for the longest time i've been looking for the right wheels to put on my car like i, mm-hmm. I have nice wheels already but i want to get that offset just to get the tires to pop out a little bit so mm-hmm. every time i ask my people in ladipo send me tire send me um i don't even say wheel for them i say send me rim even though that's the wrong thing, but you have to, if you say we do not understand, so you have to say rim. And when yeah, they send me the dream, language, I'll be like, they know. yeah, and I'll be like, so what's the offset? Because I'm looking for like an offset of like 30, 35. And they'll be mm-hmm. like, most times they don't even answer me, they don't reply because they don't understand what offset means. <laughs> and you're that's selling wheels, but they don't know what offset means. And you know, the so, crazy thing, sorry to cut you off, the crazy yeah. thing is that most of this information are literally just a click away, like just just pick your phone out because i want to believe even the average you know even the average Mm -hmm. mechanic in nigeria has Mm -hmm. access to internet on their phone i just look it up you know they will not lose let me chime in on this real quick i found out something right like it was when i got here i realized that do you know if you have even if your tire is brand new let's say there's a nail in your tire right no if the nail is you know somewhere in the center in the middle of you know how like the width check the width of your tire and then the nail is somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. now that is fixable but guess what yeah i've sent cars to places where we fix tires and everything and do you know if the nail is actually on the edge of the tire you have to change the tire yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Un- it's unfixable. You know, like, because I was like, okay, this tire is still brand new. It still has, it still, it still has about, I think, 25, um, 25 seconds of wear, which is still new. And then yeah. the guy is telling me now, this is a liability issue. They, co- they could get sued for that because the record yeah. is going to be there for the last, you know, maintenance done on the vehicle. So if this person gets involved in an accident or the tires blow out or something, the company is going to get sued by 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 state law i was like okay so what are we going to do? say yeah you just have to put in paperwork for us to change these tires because we cannot fix this if you have other places where they fix it some you know i'm like okay maybe some hispanic guys can take care of that for you yeah but you know like <laughs> it is it is it is it's a liability issue and it really is I was they, like, they, they don't care. Because me, I was, Nigeria. I was forcing, I was like, yeah, you have to fix this because this car has to get back on the road. The person who is coming to do the test drive and buy it. And then they're like, no, we won't touch it. You need to give us an approval for us to change this tire or nothing. I was like, wow. Okay. You understand? Like, that's you yeah. finding out something firsthand. That's organic. You understand? But... Like you rightly said, you have your phones. You can rightly just pick it up and just search it something. Does, I, I, I spent almost 30 minutes one time trying to explain to the guy that the offset is at the back <laughs> of the wheel. Like it's written <laughs> there. All you have to do is just find a rag to clean it off. And it was there. Yeah. Kept on arguing with me that it doesn't matter. The thing will fit your motor. You go find it well, well. But it wasn't getting <laughs> that, my point. That's the problem right there. <laughs> that's the problem right so, there. You know, it, it, it's crazy because there's there's so much information at our fingertips, 
and and you know I, I, we're not in the time of ignorance anymore because everything is pretty much on the internet i didn't know mm-hmm. what wheel offsets were you know yes. until you know until i i got my car and i was trying to get my first set of wheels right. you know i didn't know how how those affect you know the size you know of yeah. you, you have to use and the way it's going to fit on your vehicle there's even the back spacing which is the space from you know the back side of your wheel to your shock absorber it's a whole right, bunch yeah. of you know com- complicated stuff but i was forced to learn you know to look these things up because i need this information you know right. so if every if everyone could you know just take that extra or go that extra mile and look things up because no one can know everything right mm-hmm. that's why we have the internet just look it up you know these things are very crucial but people neglect most of these things because you know yes all vehicles use very similar concepts but there are some vehicles that are tailored specifically to to function a certain way you know yeah. you can't you can't you can't eyeball it you can't you can't wing it no just like certain bolts and screws that have torque specifications you have mm-hmm. to follow those torque specifications because if you make yeah. it too tight you're expanding you know that's that boat and sooner or later the boat is going to get stripped or it's going to break that's why they're talking specifications you know all this little little bits of information you know that are there for you to actually research you know and just equip yourself with the information we don't pay attention to that you know and and it's 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 really important Mm. you know so it's it's just it's it's a whole bunch of things out there if only all right could. so um as we as we as we you know like try to round up i would like to know what the beef is with regards to first of like do we all i mean i have like i said i have my own bias for evs it could never be me you know, like having a pile of evs in my garage honestly <laughs> i mean call me whatever you want to call me <laughs> yeah. but yeah me both it, it could never be me you understand what i'm saying i remember one time yeah. i was having this conversation and my wife was telling me about oh yeah she likes the tesla blah 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 i was like well <laughs> it's up to you this is not <laughs> me it this could never you know like she drives a 2019 honda accord i'm like look i have a lot of stuff i want to convert this vehicle to i'll be glad if you can get whatever that's not it's not going to be on my account you get get it <laughs> and then allow me because for me the vehicle i already see it as a project car you know so i'm like okay you whatever i want to do it's up to you not not in my own span of time for to see tesla is the thing i'm beginning to consider i'll probably go back to a fastback from to like 1967 for whatever nice. the cost is you get what i'm saying and yeah. have that blazing in my garage as against putting money on tesla so like this is my own bias and foreseeable future uh i think you guys already answered the question hydrogen power they were hybrid and all what those which i quite yeah agree with you know and even at that i still would not like toe that line as of yet i love my petrol man i'm just i don't know same here it just same it here. does something yeah. different for me so yes if hydrogen powered at future possible future which i don't think anybody is like making that practical as of now i think i'm just going to stick to being a petrol head 
I don't. Yeah, petrol, is... uh, the fact that uh, companies are still not doing, I think the last proper hydrogen powered car, apart from the Toyota Mirai. Mirai. I remember yeah. Mercedes Benz did the hydrogen F cell um, GLC. But that one didn't really catch Yeah, but that, that didn't really the... see much um, light of day. Yeah. And yeah. then the Honda Clarity too. It's kind of like a quiet. It's kind of similar to the Mirai in design. Yeah, but I don't it's, know it's, why a, it's it's a plug-in hybrid. So the Clarity, no. you think it's not a plug-in hybrid? Because I have I have. A no, okay, so so yeah, yeah, the plug-in hybrid. Yeah, plug-in the plug-in hybrid. hybrid. It's a hydrogen, yeah. hydrogen powered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, but still, like, I don't know. I still. I so still do you like... do you do you do you think EVs are the future? For me, I don't think so. Um, personally, I don't want to say they are the future, but the way car companies are, are seriously investing in them, we can't we can't push them out, we can't rule them out. And the problem, the the problem with um the EVs and the car companies and all that is that, you know, I'm not a brand new car buyer. I don't even see myself buying a brand new car right now because I'm not right. gingered about them. I I don't really like the way they are forcing like. They're not really that exciting anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I, agree. I, I totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the only exciting car I've seen so far, maybe the 2021 S500. I think it's very cool. It's nice, but then again, that that car is a boat. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a massive boat. No, seriously, like 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 like, like a boat I, on land. Yeah, and really? I, I don't want to be driven in it because I'll probably beat the driver up because like. The driver's seat is like where all the action is, but then again, it's a massive boat. Yeah. That's number one. Number mm-hmm. two, um, what was I saying? Uh, the, like, back to the electric car stuff now. Like the brand new car stuff. Like the people buying these brand new cars, they don't really care. I mean, they care, but like they would buy what's what's nice, what the sales manager tells them is nice, mm-hmm. and the sales manager was trying to sell, and he will sell the electric car. And Mercedes-Benz, for example, they've invested billions into a new platform, um, the Volkswagen and all the other, and all their um, uh, sub uh, car brands, they're already investing a huge amount of money into electrification. Look at the Porsche Taycan, mm-hmm. the Audi Man, have, have you seen? Have you seen, have you seen that car in, like, in, in its real form? Which one? The yeah. Taycan. The Taycan. No, no, I've not seen. I've not seen. Whoa. I've not seen so far. That thing is beautiful. Like when you I can't. Look, like the Taycan. Oh yeah. That oh is, yeah. That, that thing is. It I've, moves. I've it moves so gracefully. I've seen it just I've once. Driven, yeah, I've driven oh. side to side with one. There's this guy who, because I had within my neighborhood, there's a guy who drives a Model Three, and there's a guy who owns the Taycan. I'm like, Ooh. wow. That thing. <laughs> beautiful like i, I was so, driving side to side with him and i was like damn so it is you see, beautiful you see where it's going yeah. like so we can't the cars are going to be in the future that's just it but but and that's a huge but unless they can fix that their range um problem the bubble mm-hmm. might burst in the next 10 to 20 years 10 to 15 yeah, they'll, 20 they'll, years they'll, they'll be in the future but are they going to replace that's what i'm saying yeah. I, I think hybrids have a very strong fighting chance why because um i mean car companies like uh, toyota now i think almost all their new models the sienna tundra all of them are hybrids now yeah right yeah 
Mercedes-Benz has um, a few hybrid models. I'm not sure of the latest ones. I know the latest ones have mild hybrid systems. But in, my, in my opinion, I don't take them as serious hybrids. As serious but all hybrid. these um, E300Es, E550Es, GLE550Es with the hybrid systems, I think mm-hmm. they are strong contenders for the future. Like, okay. let the cars have, let the cars have like, I, I don't really care about weights. <laughs> the battery pack no no seriously like because i feel like when you when hybrids are like apocalypse cars mm. i don't know how to put it because you have the four you have the battery pack you have two sources of power and then yeah, you yeah. technically have like a nitro system i mean it's not nitrous but still you have you have boost you know yeah like like turning off the ac in your civic i don't mm-hmm. know so like electric cars and hybrids are the future but i feel if electric cars are unable to increase their range that bubble is going to burst and people will just fall back to hybrids See, the, thing, the, thing the problem that... yeah oh yeah what, what i was going to say is that um to me hybrid cars are much more feasible I mean, it's already yeah. been implemented anyways. They just need to perfect it. Electric cars, yes, in as much as companies might be investing billions into R&D, it's not certain that in the next decade that you're going to have it all figured out. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if we're, if, we're to, if we're to look back in time, the first electric car was, you know, was made in, in the 19th century, I believe. That's the, uh, I think, around the 1830s or so. Yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah. And now a couple of centuries later or whatever, it's still pretty much the same, you know, uh, uh, it's still pretty much in the same stages it's been for the last century because there's yeah. not really been much improvement, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. so until they figure out a way to, you know, to harness energy like, energy, this, yeah. uh, like the reactor in Tony Stark, in Tony Stark's Iron Man 2, Mm-hmm. you know and implement that <laughs> no, no, in the automotive <laughs> it, it, i don't think for real though i don't no, think electric vehicles look, have look been... at the look at the tesla truck now that's mm. um, the long haul truck the cyber no not, not the no, cyber truck okay yeah the long haul yes yeah the semi truck yeah one guy there was a youtube video so and after watching that video i just felt like the semi truck was one of the no offense to tesla or any electric person it was one of the darkest Daftest ideas ever. Why? Because the guy <laughs> broke it down and he saw that he saw that the company, any company so as, that as, buys as, it. As we round up now, we're talking about the beef now. <laughs> no, no, it's, yeah, it's not the beef. Thinking about no, 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 okay, you guys think about it. You you, you, you just got your new haulage company and mm-hmm. you're about to go shopping for trucks and you have to pick between all the big marks and the likes and then you have the semi truck and you're doing long hauls. Like proper long hauls, like you're doing cannonball run type of long hauls from mm-hmm. east coast to west coast. Right. Are you going to get semi truck or you just get a proper big rig? I mean, I'll get oh, my oh, big I'll... rig though. No. Exactly. Because I'll the... get a big rig. <laughs> like the, the the battery packs were not big enough. Like they couldn't really do like you know long hauls. We're talking like thousands of miles, not just uh, yeah. You, you I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel, your company's gonna about, go bankrupt. Have you thought about long hauls in the snow in bad weather? Exactly. <laughs> you know? Now there's there's another uh, way to look at it. Uh, yeah. And then like difference in weight, because mm-hmm. today you might be hauling gas, the next week you are hauling 
cows or something. And like, then the, 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 other, the, the, the other week you're using it as a food truck, and that's that's like a exactly. constant key in this part of the world. Like and, especially and, and, in the winter, it is and you're always, pulling you're pulling weights. And you're pulling no no not just weight alone, you're pulling weights inside big boxes that are not aerodynamic. Yeah. 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 That's oh god. <laughs> that's true. Things don't have they don't have transmission. Every transmission is rather. Mm-hmm. So everything just falls on the battery. You know, that's why I mentioned earlier that if they could implement, you know, if they could implement it the way Ferrari did with the LaFerrari mm-hmm. with the uh with the energy uh, what's it called? I think the kinetic energy return system or something. The no, kinetic, I, think, that's that's the I think the new the new the, the new Teslas. I don't know about the Tesla electric cars do they have regenerative um they gain power from braking i think you need teslas too like yeah when but, you... but but even even non-electric cars have that too whereby like i've, I've seen i used to drive a ford age one time or sometime mm-hmm. like two years ago and you know like it has this um what's it called like shutdown button whereby at every point that you brake at the traffic stop or something it shuts down the engine and your ac is working and everything is helping you save gas and all that so oh yes you know so that's 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 in a full petrol vehicle so i don't see that as any any specialty yeah. if you ask me yeah you know? well it, it, this this how i look at it in in the in the in the case of electric vehicles right or hybrid vehicles right? it's it, it's more beneficial because it's Re, it's regenerating that energy and sending it back to the battery cell so mm-hmm. it's like a it's like a recycle type of thing you know so for each time you break the energy you know that's the, the kinet- kinetic energy that's converted to heat energy you know is returned in the laferrari it, it's conver- yeah it's mm-hmm. it's converted I, I don't know the witchcraft they have behind it i'm just explaining it as best as you know my brain could comprehend you know if that energy is taken and converted and sent back to the battery cell so that is that's that sounds like a very very you know fine way to implement it if they can perfect that i think you know electric vehicles might have a chance but now there are so many things working against it yes so many companies are you know investing billions into r d you know yeah. but now it's it's still not certain because first of all they have to you know tackle the issue of the battery life the battery mm-hmm. the batteries are just not sustainable they're not and they are bulky yeah. and pretty much for electric vehicles they have to you know slam tons of lithium-ion batteries together into one big slab you know so yeah. how many batteries can you slam together to fit inside a vehicle that doesn't compromise you know the, the, the vehicles you know uh, overall performance you know so they have to look for a way to miniaturize it that's why I I, I I reference you know the energy core in Tony Stark's suit. If if we can figure out a way to to you know minimize that type of energy, then hell yeah, I'm all for it. But for now, I don't think electric vehicles are the future. You know, but what do I know? That's just I'm just a guy. <laughs> it's just my opinion. I, 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 I totally agree with that opinion. And like I said, it's, it's subject to you know. Debates. I don't. I don't think electric vehicles are the future. That's yeah. That's just my take. Nah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> so so yeah, as, as 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 we actually gave because we have just a couple minutes, say about five minutes to round up. Um. So I really want to like tap into this beef that you guys are talking about. 
So, <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. With I, I, like yeah. I was telling you about the the Gabriel guy. I'm I just because he's a very busy guy, and I'm hoping I'm able to get in on this platform. You know, like we we banter a lot, we go back and forth, and like he tells me, look, no matter what you want to say, he's like telling me, oh, um, um, I'm vegan. Like he's vegan and you want to convince me to like meat it's not gonna happen so that's that's how bad it is for him like you can't convince him otherwise like oh yeah let's go grab some steak no can i get a salad i'm like i respect his opinion and i respect his choices but sometimes you know we as human beings we were in delusion you know we refuse to accept refuse to accept you know uh look i'm Mm -hmm. not for animal therapy but we you know Human beings, you know, and I digress. You know, if we trace about the history of human beings, we are hunter gatherers. We hunt. Mm-hmm. We're, we're eating both plants and animals. The way our biology is, when you look at it, we're designed to, you know, to eat both vegetation and meat. We have canines and incisors. Yeah, so yeah. incisors are sharper than, you know, our other set of teeth. True. You know, so that's made for tearing flesh. If we're mm-hmm. meant to eat vegetation alone, then we would have, you know, a dentition very similar to those of cows and horses. But we yeah, have yeah. incisors. You know, that's yeah. how I see it. You know, and yes, I understand you can get protein from plants, but I don't think it's going to be as essential as the protein nah, you get from meat. It's not as essential as you get in meat. You can't, nah. you can't compare. You can and match trust it. me, I've, yeah, I've tried, to, I've tried vegan stuff. It's absolutely, <laughs> absolutely horrendous it's, it's crazy how we just <laughs> diverted a little because i had i had someone put that up there's this friend i have and like she's always talking about being vegan on snap and everything and they imagine posting up a video from you having um vegan ox still i'm like hold on nigga what oh do God. you it's, it's like it's like trying to run it's like trying to run um it's like trying to run uh, what's it called? He's like trying to run a Ford F-150 Rebel or a Dodge Ram Rebel with um, a, a, what's it called? A, 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 a Model S Plaid battery pack. Like, it's, it's stupid. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? It's yeah. not, it's, yeah. it just doesn't click. It's, it's like, it's a square peg in a round hole. Does it does it does it different from before? I knew we were talking about like with the fake meats, it's not meat, but it's meats. Uh, exactly. So like yeah. so that's mm-hmm. that's how that's how staunch the guy is with his belief about EVs and boom boom. He's telling me one time like two weeks ago that man is just trying to save up a little bit. He wants to it was through him I discovered the website dedicated to selling used Teslas and everything. And he's like he put his card there, he wanna sell it, then put up a few more money and then buy the plan i'm like wow this guy is a tesla addict when i say tesla addict like on his i'm like guy is what is a white dude so I, i'm hoping i'm able to get him on here like you can't tell him anything <laughs> this conversation if he was here tonight he would have been very 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 argumentative because it seems like <laughs> it's it's it, it, it went one way because we seem to like have the same similar bias with regards to yeah. you know for him this would have been very 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 argumentative and i don't know i'm gonna keep pushing him and try to just get him on here like he's just yeah, like i mean see the, the thing is that 
I can respect the fact if you want to be vegan or if you're only into EVs or you think EVs are the future mm-hmm. and you know it's preventing global warming, which I'm calling BS on, but that's <laughs> topic for another day. I can respect you know your choices as a fellow human, mm-hmm. but don't come and start acting like because you're vegan or because you think Tesla's are the future that you're better than everybody. No, yeah, I'm yeah. probably going to school you on things you have no <laughs> idea about. You know, because you most people like that just feed what the manufacturer give i mean just consume what the manufacturer feeds to them that's exactly they 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 take the manufacturer's narrative who climb yes yes so i can't even have an argument with that kind of person you know because they're just going to be in denial of the truth even when it's staring them in the face you know we're not saying anything is wrong with easy cars but feasibility wise for the next decade or so it's still you know it's still shaky they have not yes, come to it is, yeah. it, is, it is shaky i quite agree it's, yeah because it's, if it's, you check if you check the space of time between when the first um um electric vehicle was manufactured which is in the 18th century and what we're having now what happened within the time the time yes. life there's no much difference there so it was but, it was sort of like it was sort of like um what's it called like a lab rat you know yeah like yeah. Like, like like a stimulus test like a little test sorry you know and yeah. i don't know man well i but mean now, this is just my take and yeah go ahead what what i was gonna say is you know like you rightly mentioned from when the first electric vehicle you know came into existence till now there has not been really any major improvements per se mm-hmm. but if you take our good old gasoline powered cars we've we've pretty much mastered building uh, uh, uh mastered the art of building you know gasoline powered cars take a look uh for example uh Koenigsegg with the new uh the new hypercar camera mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, that's a that's a three cylinder. Is it Gemara or Gemara? I think it's Gemara. I, I don't pronounce even know Gemara. how to pronounce yeah. it. Yeah. I think yeah. it's Gemara. It's Gemara. Yeah. Gemara. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That that vehicle, right? It's yeah. a three cylinder. That's besides the electrical uh, uh, motors powering mm-hmm. it. Just the engine alone, right? That's yeah. a three cylinder engine. And this dude was able to squeeze out 600 horsepower from a three cylinder engine. Yeah. And that Detailer, engine. <laughs> that engine was still able to meet homologation standards so look why don't we just why don't we just focus and perfect on what we already know how to do mm-hmm. yeah, you know that's, that, how, that's how that's how it is yeah they're really pushing it yeah they're really pushing it at Koenigsegg that, that's why I love Koenigsegg so much because that um, Christian von Koenigsegg he knows what he's talking about he's not just an owner of the company you know i'm just i'm just i'm just i'm just taking up something now do you know that thing has just a 2.0 beta engine exactly now terrible i3 and it's giving you 1700 horsepower i i that heard is, about it I oh got lord the 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 way they designed that engine with the turbos yeah i think he has like three valves per cylinder or something so like yeah. there's more air flowing through the engine and just thinking about it just made me realize like imagine Dude. having that same free because that free valve technology is actually a company in sweden too like they're working yeah. with Konizek. So i'm just thinking yeah. imagine having that free valve because that engine is still getting the same like i'm not obviously not the same same minded the three cylinder but it's getting yeah. good gas mileage on its own good gas so mileage thinking, yeah exactly imagine and imagine hypercar. yeah imagine imagine 
now putting that free valve technology in a V8 or a V6. Oh my god. Whoa. Like, like imagine because I don't think that engine is being stressed. Maybe it's being stressed, I don't know. But like it's a it's cause... a single because it's actually a single speed transmission. So like you don't yeah, need to no shifters, nothing. It just it just goes on one speed. Yeah. Is it yeah. That's crazy. Like, I think it's called the, uh, the direct drive or something it's like that. It's a direct know, drive, yeah. Similar, yeah, similar yeah. technology in the Regera. You know, yeah. but all I'm trying to say is that why don't we just perfect what we're already good at? We can take, I mean, you can take dressing from, from what they're doing at Koenigsegg. That guy is a genius. I can literally listen to him talk all day. Even though I don't understand half the terminologies he's using. <laughs> he's using it. I mean, he still, he still try, he, I mean, he still tries to put, you know, things in perspective for, for regular mm-hmm. people to understand. You know, and he's he's walking the walk. He's not just talking the talk. He's walking the walk. You can That's see, true. like, they don't, dude, I know now. Mm-hmm. You know, and I digress. The Bugatti Chiron uh, Super Sport made the fastest world record, right? Mm-hmm. When when the Yesco comes out, just don't worry. You guys should just watch out. That's just watch out. You think Bugatti is fast? Don't don't worry. Just ah. watch out. <laughs> that guy doesn't make noise. He doesn't make noise. He's just gonna go <laughs> do his thing. Very humble guy, but he knows what he's doing back in the lab. Crazy engineering, you know, witchcraft. Exactly. You know, so why don't we just focus on what we're already good but at? But um, the, the Yesco, I think it's, it's probably going to be, I think it's going to be a V8 or something. Yes, it's a twin turbo V8, if I remember that, correctly. Wow. Is it twin turbo or quad turbo? No, it, it's a twin turbo. Twin turbo. Con- yeah, Connect, yeah, Connect like, is mostly like, twin turbo. I remember, I remember looking it's at the Agera, was it the, the Agera? Agera RS, and I'm just looking at it. I think it was a 5.5 liter V8. I remember the first yes. time I read about it, and I was like, "Guy, calm down. This is the same <laughs> engine in, in an E550. This is the same engine in an E550, right? And this guy is doing like 1,000 something horsepower. Because at, at one point, I was thinking to myself, like, no, the engine is going to blow. Like, this is not reliable. It just didn't make sense. It, does, it didn't make sense, yeah. It's just like talking Bugatti. about the it's just like the Devel 16 that was manufactured in Dubai or something. I don't know why yeah. that thing is not making so much news. No, it doesn't make any sense. That car is a boss. <laughs> like, yes. No, seriously, it is. I looked into it. Mm-hmm. It's a bus. It's just it's just a shell car. It's it's not. Yeah, they, they might be talking big now, but they haven't given us anything to work they with. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's 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 really not like they've not shown the working. No, it's, it's just like it's just something that's still in the lab. You know, like, yeah, it's, it's lab, just like uh, these guys now. Rivian. It's just recently that they, they finally brought out the SUV, but for for the longest time, people were taking the them to be like, no Rivian, tank, Rivian. Right? No, no yeah, Rivian. No, not, not tank. the tank. The pickup, oh, really? The pickup truck. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. That one that has the weird-looking headlamps. Oh, uh, yeah. kind of looks yeah. like a frog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the longest time, people were already starting to take it. It took a while, yeah. Yeah, they, they, were, they were even taking it down. You know what? These guys might be scammers and all that. <laughs> but and that's, now that's, the I'm seeing, that's the same way I'm seeing the Devel 16 anyways. Cause... The, 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 that Devel on, it might be a while. Because, like, I, I, I mean, they've, they brought a new body shell. They've done the design. I think Spark, mm-hmm. Sparker Blondie did a video with it. But honestly, I don't think that guy is ever going to see the light of day. Or I don't, I don't, I don't, it, might, it might not be now, but I don't, I don't think it's... Maybe, maybe they might bring it out with, like, 2,000 horsepower or something. He said, he said... 
Yeah, because 5,000 horsepower is not practical. That's like... That's yeah, like, where would you use it? Come on, man. That's, that's like an F-15 on the road. Yeah, I think he's using a V-16 now. He has a V-16. V-16. It's crazy. Yeah. Man, man, it's, it's been really nice talking to you guys today. Yeah, and, um, I mean, this is just something I, I try for us to do on a weekly basis. Share knowledge, learn, and just put something out there. It's always on a weekly basis, availability. I mean, it's always subject to availability. Whenever you guys are in, I could always put something out. There's something I'm trying to come up with for next week. You know, there's a topic that I'm still working on and I'm sure it's going to be a nice discourse. This has been so wonderful and it's nice yeah. to have you guys. And today, it's nice to hear from you again after a long yeah, time. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. Same here, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to appreciate you guys for your time and yeah, we'll see you again next week. Always. Monday. Actually, it's supposed to be Monday evening. So, yeah. And yeah, it goes, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys, man. Thanks for your time. Oh, I mm-hmm. think, uh, all right, you too. all right, take care. Bye bye. Yeah.